Hello, my friends. Today we are going to talk about my experience getting back into theater after 10 years. And really, this applies to any part of creation that you want to get back into, whether it's podcasting or copywriting or anything. This is something that's going to help you. So I wanted to sit down and kind of show you what I did and tell you some of the things maybe I wish I would have done differently, some of the things that helped me. So I just wrapped up a play that we worked on for about three months. It was a short that was part of a series of other shorts and it's for, it's called the Playwright Roundtable and it's um, an organization in Central Florida and basically they give a platform for playwrights in all different capacities. So this one was called Native Voices and it was all from playwrights who are native to Florida. Um, they're doing a Black History Month one next, so it's from all people of color, the next round of plays. Um, so they do, they highlight different playwrights and so super cool organization um and we got to basically bring to life this short story that was called your wizard barry not harry barry um and so it was kind of like if harry potter would have happened except harry is now 33 and works in a fraud department so he thinks that um there's no way in hell this is actually a thing you know so he's like calling bullshit on the on the wizard that comes in and says, hey, you're a wizard, come with me. So it's really funny. It was a cute little play and it was like seven or eight minutes long. And um, I loved it. But like I said, this was my first production in 10 years. I've done all kinds of different acting, you know, since I started in this last year, but never a play. And that's really where my roots are. That's where I grew up in. And so a lot of it felt very like coming home but it took me a while to get there. And so I want to talk about five things that um, helped me in this process and talk about maybe some things that I wish I would have done differently. And hopefully that's helpful for you as you are jumping back into something in creation or wanting to try something new even. So the first thing that I did was this, this opportunity came to me because um, someone who I work with in The Egos, which is a web series that I'm on, um, she was directing one of the plays. And so she sent out an email and was like, hey, everybody, there's this audition. You guys could come. It's a big group audition. And, um, you know, come come check it out and see if you're right for any of the parts. And so when I got that, I don't remember where I was, but I was out of town. And I had to, like, scramble to get my resume and my headshot together and, like, submitted. And as I was doing that, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this solely with the intent of experiencing the audition like I had zero expectation that I was going to get a callback or anything I was like I want to go do a group audition because I have it in a while a long long time and so I was like I'm just gonna go do the audition and like do the audition work on a monologue which I hadn't done in a while and get all my you know my actor tools together and have the experience of the audition so that was my whole expectation going into the process. And now that I look back, that was key for me. Because if you are an overthinker like me, then often one audition, when you get an audition, you're thinking, okay, this is the audition. And then what if it gets picked up? And then this and this and this. And you're like 10 steps down the road before you even read your first line. And so that can really, like, that comes through in what we're doing. And the same thing if you are starting a podcast or you're wanting to get back into copywriting or whatever it is, if you are thinking 10 steps down the road, 
then that podcast, you're going to be paralyzed. You're going to be like, well, I don't know if I want to name it this or this because in a couple years, what if this is, you know, like you're going to start to get yourself paralyzed. And so take a step back and experience each individual step of the process. So I went in and I did the audition and I got several callbacks, which was super cool. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got a callback. Like that was amazing. And so I went in and I did the callbacks and they're um, cold reads. And so basically you get handed sides and they, you haven't seen them before, which is different than a typical, like when I was doing self-tape auditions, you get the sides earlier. And so you can read them and have your like off book for the most part. This one, you get handed the script and then you just start reading, you know, off of that. And so it's a bunch of, it was a really unique experience for me. This is like, I think pretty standard, but it was uh, multiple different directors and multiple different people. And then you would just kind of get like, okay, you have a callback for this one. So you would like go to that director and they would have, you know, two or three people and then they would cycle somebody out and send you to the next person or they would keep you and cycle somebody in and have you read off of that person. So they're basically testing for you as the character and then like chemistry all at once, which is unique to theater because in like if you were going to a TV show or something like that, that would happen over like a long period of time. So that was super cool. It was really cool to experience that and also experience cold reads because when I first got into acting, a lot of my friends were like cold reads are like not a thing anymore. And that was, you know, obviously for TV and film. And so I didn't really know much about it. And I just kind of had to trust my instincts and just like go with it, which was super cool. The funny thing is I did not get a callback for the character that I ended up booking. And so I was almost done. I did all the callbacks and I was standing by the door to the stage and I almost was going to leave. Like I was, I was done with all the callbacks and I was kind of waiting to be like, okay, do I go? Do I stay? Whatever. And the, this director walked out and looked to his right and was like, you haven't read for Jamie here and gave me this, the script. And I was like, okay. So I just went back in, like I had already packed all my stuff up and I went back in and it was like, we were off. It was this little, um, like community theater type thing that was attached to a church that was attached to a school. (laughs) Um, so we were in this like industrial kitchen and, um, so we're like in this kitchen and I got the script And it was a really kind of funny character, like immediately kind of made me think of like Kenneth from 30 Rock a little bit, like very, you know, it was a receptionist character and very kind of um, spazzy a little bit. And so we read it and I was like, okay, that was kind of fun. That was cool. And I didn't think anything of it. I thought like, I really thought he was asking me to read because nobody else was available and he was trying to test the two leads. Like, that's what I thought. And I was like, okay, cool. Like this is, that was funny. That was cool. And so I was done. That was it. That was my last one. I went home and I, at that point was content. I was like, that was a really good experience for me. That was so cool. I'm so glad I got to do that. And that was that. And so that, I think, like I said, looking back was so important for me. And it's so important if you are getting back into something in creation, because if you don't enjoy each individual process, then the whole thing starts to become stale and starts to become overwhelming And I've noticed that with myself before. Like if I've tried to get back into something that I was doing before, like even podcasting, I haven't updated my podcast in a couple months. And if I was like trying to, you know, formulate this huge plan and get everything all together and what about this and what about that? 
it wouldn't have happened. Today, I am sitting in my car. I just got Starbucks. And I was like, I'm just going to pull out my phone and do a podcast. And I'm enjoying this process. And I think that's so important. It depends on your personality type. But I think that's so important for us as creators to just give ourselves room to enjoy each part of the experience. Especially when it comes to acting. There's a lot of the process that's not super enjoyable. (laughs) Like waiting to hear back from auditions. um, Sitting on set for hours. Like whatever it is. There's some of the process that's just like not enjoyable. If, if we can find like the pockets of cool in all of that, it really gives us long, like longevity in this. So that was super cool. The second thing that was really, really helpful for me was once I started, so I got the role, it was, I, like that night, I think he even texted me, um, our Chuck was like the main person in the Playwright Roundtable. Um, and he was like, hey, you know, you got the an offer for the role of Jamie, do you want it? And I was like, of course I want it. <laughs> of course I want it. So that was super cool. Um, So I got that and then we started rehearsal pretty quickly. And so this was another big piece for me was to not overthink it and allow discomfort. So as soon as I got it, I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. Now I have to like remember how to do theater. (laughs) You know, like I had that moment of like, oh my gosh, can I do this now that I have it? Like, can I do it? And so I had to, you know, kind of remind myself that... Like I've done this for years, even though it's been a while and kind of like go back to some of the stuff that I learned before um, and not overthink the process. I think often us as creators, we want, we create things, right? And so we want them to be a very specific way and we want to make sure that it's an experience for our people, especially like I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and it's very Like we want a specific customer experience for everybody who buys our course. We want a specific thing, which is awesome. And that's important. But if we start there, it's sometimes really hard to fill in the blanks. And so we have to go sometimes from the start first and say like, okay, I'm here. And then the very, very next step is for me to like get good at these lines. And the very, very next step is to then start to like move like Jamie and understand who this character is and how she moves. And then the next step is to understand like what her primary motive is and the next step. So to go that direction instead of start and reverse engineer. I did that a lot in my business. I had coaches who tell me to reverse engineer and it's really important in some capacities, but it also is really overwhelming, especially in the sense of creation, because you don't always know what the steps are going to be until they're the very next one. When you are creating something, it snowballs up. And so sometimes approaching it in an analytical way where you have like, you know, if you were doing something that was very data driven and not creative, you could do that. You could say like, okay, I want to make $100,000 a year. That's this much per month. That's this much per week. That means I need to sell this many units. Like you can back your way and reverse your way into that. But in a creation process, sometimes that's hard because you really are building on each piece and building on each thing that you're creating. And so don't put pressure on yourself to treat a creation project like this, like your business. And so that's definitely a path that I've, or something that I've fallen into before um, that I think has been really helpful for me to not do that. (laughs) Um, Thirdly, it was really, really helpful for me to embrace discomfort and allow discomfort. I think sometimes we think that if it's not comfortable or if there's something that's not like working out perfectly or is not logistically great, then, you know, we're doing something wrong because as entrepreneurs and creators, we've been told a lot like, you know, 
make sure that you're leveraging all of your time and make sure that, you know, you're dollar cost averaging all of this and you're doing all that. And that's really hard sometimes when you're a creator because you're doing things sometimes that don't always make sense. This, I was driving an hour to each rehearsal every day, or not every day, every week. Um, and the performance was an hour away too. Like the, the theater that we were at is now was an hour away as well. And so I could have really gotten in my head about that and been like, well, you know, I'm making this much from the play and is it really worth it? And, you know, like I could have easily kind of talked myself out of doing it and been like, oh, well, you know, it was a great experience. I did the audition and that was it. Like I could have easily talked myself out of doing it. And I'm so glad I didn't. I'm so glad that I just allowed it to be somewhat quote unquote impractical like I just allowed myself to drive the distance and I allowed myself to do the things you know and that was so important in this because like I said as as entrepreneurs and as creators it's like we have been given that advice to like leverage all of your time and be super strict with your schedule and all of these things like this is a lot of the stuff that I'm breaking now being more in a creator role but in my entrepreneurship days like that was super hammered into me like don't you know don't do things that don't make logistical sense but as a creator sometimes you do and that's like where the best stuff happens and so I just allowed it to be something that was not like the most practical thing and I just did it um and it was something that really 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 paid off for me and so um now when I look at things I'm like you know it it might not be the most practical thing it might be going to Atlanta on a local hire and like paying for a hotel out of pocket just to get the experience on the set. It might look like that. It doesn't always look the most practical in the short term, but in the long term it is. And so I think that's something kind of goes back to the overthinking thing, but I think that's something that we need to do more of and just allow ourselves to do things that don't necessarily make 100% sense in the short term, just so that we have that experience. Um, so that was super, super helpful for me to just understand like, yeah, I'm going to be driving and it's cool. I'm going to enjoy it. It's gonna be fine. Um, the last thing, the last thing honestly was to have fun every step of the process. So I have this weird tip hack thing that I've done for years and I've always been somewhat embarrassed to tell you all, but I'm going to tell you now. Um, if you are like me and you consume a lot of podcasts and a lot of like audiobooks and things, I'm an auditory learner. So like I pick up on the way that people say things and, you know, like I'll listen to interviews and I'll listen to audiobooks and podcasts. And I feel like I can kind of hear that person in my head. It's probably also the copywriting in me is a combination of the two, but I feel like I can kind of hear those people in my head, whoever I'm like studying deeply, like Russell Brunson, whoever it is, you know? So Um, often if I'm about to do something that I feel like nervous about or that I feel like, okay, this person has inspired me to do this thing, I will be like, I'll somewhat ask them advice in my head. Like, what would this person say to me as I'm about to go do this? And so one of my favorite actors, like I have listened to a lot of his stuff and I've listened to a lot of his interviews and I had that moment. I was like, what would he say in this moment? And immediately what I got back was, have fun like that was immediately what I got back and I was like I think that's right I think that is a what he would say but also what I need to do in this moment and so that's how I get advice from anybody who I want to get advice from (laughs) um 
And so it was super, that was super helpful for me as I went into this. It depends on your personality type, but that is not my inclination. I'm not someone who's like, who has fun like everywhere I go. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty more serious person and I'm in my head a lot and I think a lot and I have anxiety. And so I'm always like planning, like what if this happens? What if that happens? And so for me to just go into an experience and have fun, like with the intention of having fun, of course, doing a good job. I wanted to do a great job, but we had prepared, like we were, you know, I had my lines, we knew what we were doing. And so that was, you know, I felt like that was inherent. That was going to happen. So for me to go and just be like, I'm going to have fun in this was somewhat different for me. I'm not, like I said, I like have anxiety and I overthink and I'm in my head a lot. And so to go, you know, like I drove to the theater that first night and I was like, oh my gosh, okay, this is going to be great. This is going to be good. I'm going to have fun. And I got out and that was my whole intention. Like I got out and I was going into the backstage area and I was like, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to meet people. We're going to talk about cool stuff. We're going to do all these things. And I did. And that was my main intention that whole time. Again, like I, we were doing a great job and I knew that was going to happen. So I'm not saying like, don't do your job, <laughs> but that was so important for me to have that intention going into it. And I really haven't done that before. And so it was really, really helpful for me to do that. And I think as creators, that shows no matter what it is that you're creating, if you're acting or doing a podcast or copywriting or graphic design or anything, if you're having fun with what you're doing, there's a lightness to your art and there's a, um, it's almost like it makes the art more attractive in some way. If you are coming at it from a perspective of like, this is so cool that I get to do this, then people have that response of like, this is so cool that I get to see it. And I noticed that, like I felt that as we were doing more and more performances. Um, and I just really, really enjoyed that. So that was me getting back into theater. We did six performances and they were all awesome. And I had so much fun. And um, after we did a, we did our cast party at a cat cafe. Like how perfect is that? I mean, that was like a pun. <laughs> um, how cool is that though? I mean, it's just everything about this felt so serendipitous to me in some capacity where like I got the role that I wasn't even called back for and it turned out to be this like character that was so like great for me and all these different things felt like I didn't have to force it I think that's maybe a bonus tip I didn't have to force this like I didn't go in and be like I want this character and I want this thing and I want this experience like I walked in very open and if I had walked in with like an iron grip on this character and like had the lines before and maybe had tried all these different things and gotten into my head about the way that I was going to read the lines, I might not have had this experience or even gotten the role. So I think a lot of that is like, things are always happening for us. I say this all the time. Things are always happening for us, even down to where your cast party is, um, knowing that I love cats. So it was just such a cool experience. And I felt very much like this is the experience that I'm supposed to have. And a lot of that you know, we block that from ourselves. Sometimes we say like, I, you know, I want this thing and we get so focused in on it that sometimes we block different ways that that could be coming to us because we are so focused in on one path in one way that it could be coming to us. We block all this other stuff. So um, in this case, I was just super open and that's a little bit different for me. And I think it really paid off. So that was me getting back into theater 
so cool. Um, I hope that this is helpful for you if you're getting back into something or if you are wanting to create something new and you're feeling like you're maybe in your head a little bit, um, (laughs) try out some of these steps. So I love you guys. I will talk to you soon and have an awesome Thanksgiving.